Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One. I'm Alan Stanford and welcome to Lear in Longford. We're going to begin our first scene we're nicknaming The Love Test. And it takes place right at the very beginning of the play. And it is the moment when Lear, before dividing up the kingdom, wants to know which daughter deserves most. But his way is not by saying who's the best at ruling, who's the best at governing. His way is infinitely more selfish. It's about who loves me most. So we call it The Love Test. Now, for this scene, we're going to have the talents of Kieran Gill, who's going to play Lear, Rachel Sloan, who's going to play Regan, Lisa Sheridan, who'll play Cordelia, and Claire Gormley, who'll play Goneril. <laughs> now, the first scene we're going to look at is right at the beginning of the play. What gets us here? You've had a couple of people walk onto the stage having a discussion about the breakup of the kingdom. Gloucester and Kent. And what they're saying is, nobody really knows what's going to happen. The king at one point said he preferred the Duke of Albany, and at another point he preferred Cornwall, but nobody's very clear what the king is planning to do. It's all very much up in the air. There's an uncertainty in the atmosphere. But then in comes the king, in comes his three daughters, and the king has said, I'm going to split the kingdom up. I'm going to give it all away. I'm going to divide it between the three of you. But there's a condition, and the condition is in the following question. Which of you shall we say that love us most, that we our largest bounty may extend where nature doth with merit challenge? Goneril, our eldest born, speak first. Sir, I, I love you more than word can wield the matter, dearer than eyesight, space and liberty, beyond what can be valued rich or rare. No less than life, with grace, health, beauty, honour, as much as child e'er loved or father found, a love that makes breath poor and speech unable. Beyond all manner of so much, I love you. What shall Cordelia speak? Love and be silent. Of all these bounds, even from this line to this, with shadowy forests and with champagnes rich, with plenteous rivers and wide-skirted meads, we make thee lady. To thine and Albany's issues be this perpetual. What says our second daughter, our dearest Regan, wife of Cornwall? Speak. I am made of that self-metal as my sister, and prize me at her worth. In my true heart I find she names my very deed of love. Only she comes too short, that I profess myself an enemy to all other joys, which the most precious square of sense possesses. And find I am alone, felicitate in your dear highness's love. Then, poor Cordelia, and yet not so, since I am sure my love's more ponderous than my tongue. To thee and thine, hereditary ever, remain this ample third of our fair kingdom, no less in space, validity, and pleasure than that conferred on Goneril. Now, let's hold there for a second. What have we learnt already in this scene? that Lear proposes to give away the land, that he's going to give it equally between his three daughters, since he says that there is no difference in the two apportionments, that all are getting the same. So his plan all along has not been 
whoever says they love me most will get more. He just wants to be told that he's loved. And two of his daughters have fulfilled that. One of them says is, I love you more than anything in the world. The second one, who's much cleverer, says, I love you just as much as my sister did, only she isn't really loving you as much as I am because I actually would never love anybody else except you, which is rubbish when you think about it. She's already married, so she either doesn't think much of her husband or she's lying. And I think we can all work out which she's doing. And the third daughter has kept chipping in on the sidelines. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? I'm not going to lie. I can't lie. So already the dramatic content of the scene has been established. Two daughters playing Lear's game and a third saying, I don't know what to say. And Lear giving away equal chunks of the kingdom. Then he turns to the third daughter. Now our joy, although our last and least, to whose young love the vines of France and milk of Burgundy strive to be interest. What can you say to draw a third more opulent than your sisters? Speak. Nothing, my lord. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing will come of nothing. Speak again. Now let's hold it there again. We now establish very clearly that Cordelia doesn't have a husband. She's got two suitors. There's two guys out there who want to marry her, but she hasn't got married yet. And he asks her the same question. What can you say to draw a third more opulent? He's lying. The kingdom's divided into equal parts. And she replies, the most important word in the play. And this word is repeated more in the play than any other. The word nothing. She can say nothing. And he says nothing. And she says nothing. Shakespeare keeps using that very, very strongly. Nothing will come of nothing. Let's pick it up. Nothing will come of nothing. Speak again. Unhappy that I am, I cannot heave my heart into my mouth. I love your majesty according to my bond, no more nor less. How, how, Cordelia, mend your speech a little, lest you may marry your fortunes. Good, my lord, you have begot me, bred me, loved me. I return those duties back as I right fit. Obey you, love you, and most honour you. Why of my sister's husbands if they say they love you all? Happily, when I shall wed, that Lord whose hand must take my plight shall carry half my love with him, half my care and duty. Sure, I shall never marry like my sisters to love my father all. But goes thy heart with this? Aye, my good Lord. So young and so untender. So young, my Lord, and true. And that brings us to the conclusion of the excerpt. And what do we learn from it? That Cordelia has an almost congenital need to tell the truth. She's almost obsessed with it. She will say exactly the truth. She hasn't got the capacity to lie the way her sisters have. She doesn't love her father any less. In fact, as we go later into the play, we'll discover she loves him a hell of a lot more. But the reality is she can only tell the truth. And the truth is, I love you, I honor you as my father. I love you and honor you as the king. But my sisters say they love you and not their husbands. I'm sorry, if I'm going to marry somebody, it's going to be for love. And half my love will go with my husband. So what she's proven in the play straight away is she is a child of love. She is capable of love, but she is honest about it. She is truthful about it. And Lear's attitude is, you don't love me. At that point, because she doesn't get down and grovel, because she doesn't lie, because she doesn't exaggerate, Leah thinks, you don't love me. And that's the lesson of the scene.
Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rte.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one.